I'm Richard Lloyd-Jones, and this is Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. I was walking down the streets of Vancouver a number of years ago, after I'd been living away from the West Coast for some time, and I bumped into an old acquaintance of mine in Kitsilano, the old hippie neighborhood in the 70s. What are you doing these days, I asked her. Channeling yoga, came back the straight-faced reply. Well, she was always a little out there, but it leads me into what I want to talk about today. The field of spiritual growth has exploded over the past 50 years, maybe beginning with the Beatles and their Maharishi experience in India in the 60s. But it's a market with a lot of choices, from the more traditional, like church and prayer, to the more trendy, like Buddhism and meditation, to the downright weird, like, well, channeling yoga. What to make of all this, huh? In Dr. Norberto Kepi's analytical trilogy, he's united theology back into science to give us a more holistic view. And that means some universal principles. True co-creation today on Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. We are growing. We've just added some significant listenership in Vietnam and Russia to go with our over 100 countries downloading and streaming our programs. That's very gratifying. And our webmaster, Will Lajeunesse, has been revamping our website at stopradio.org, too, to keep up. So do head over to that site for all the latest on what we're doing in our program and uh, with Analytical Trilogy as well. And please do hook us up with your network of friends and contacts, too, okay? That, after all, is how we grow. When I first titled this program, True Creation, I had no idea that it was a relatively new management initiative. I was thinking of it in the spiritual context of the idea brought in from Indian philosophy that the human being is a co-creator of reality with God. It's this perspective we like to put under the critical microscope today. This co-creation concept comes... I think more from quantum theory and books like The Secret over the past number of years. Quantum theory says that human beings receive packets of energy and that by using these, a person can accomplish whatever he wants. So The Secret, and in large part, quantum theory, although quantum theory is much more complex than this, generally these two concepts give the idea that the person can have whatever he wants in life. All you have to do is want it, like the universe is a giant shopping cart, and you just make your order based on what you want, and eventually the universe will conspire to bring that to you. This uh, this commits a very big mistake, I think, giving the idea that through thought or ideas, a person can change the world. Now, where does all this come from? It comes from philosophy in large part to the principle that action follows the being. All right, This is the traditional view of Western philosophy, that the being, we do things in accordance to what we are. That means that, expanding on this, books like The Secret give the idea that if a person wants to be a millionaire, he can be because it suggests that a person can have whatever he wants. But Norberto Kepi's metaphysics says exactly the opposite. Action does not follow being, but the being is action. In other words, a person is what he does, not what he thinks. We become through our action. For example, I can imagine that I've done a whole bunch of incredible things in sports or music. I can imagine anything that I want, but this is delusional. Because who I am 
depends on what I do, not what I think about myself. So the type of philosophy proposed in books like The Secret, and I think in some part by quantum physics, these foster delusional ideas. Dr. Kepi maintains that the human being is action, and it's action that makes the being. A person is what he does, not what he thinks. After all, we can say a person accomplished something only when he's actually done it, when we can see it, or see the byproduct of it in action. Now, there are many people who, of course, are very active. They do a lot of, have a lot of action in a bad way, committing crimes and killing and robbing. We would say then, in Kepian metaphysics, this person is not in true action. In fact, these bad activities are actually against action. So, people who are criminals or lazy people, people who do nothing, the essence and personality of these people will form in accordance with their actions. So the personality becomes corrupted. The soul of that person becomes corrupted. This idea that a person can do or think whatever he wants is a delusional idea. If a person does evil things, he proves he's sick. And here, Dr. Kepi is linking evil with illness. We know a sick person by the things that he does. So, co-creation is a much misunderstood idea. But we as human beings who suffer from profound delusions of grandeur, this idea we co-create with God appeals to our megalomania. But let's put all of this metaphysics, this inverted metaphysics, under the microscope a little bit today. True co-creation with Dr. Claudia Bernhard-Pacheco when thinking with somebody else's head returns in just a moment on the Stop Radio Network. You're listening to the most relevant conversations on the planet about how to stop destroying ourselves and the world. This is the Stop Radio Network. So you don't want to stop cutting trees because... I make money. Uh-huh, but if we keep cutting them... Well, it affects the weather a little. Ooh, a lot, actually. And uh, it contributes to global warming. Well, that's kind of serious. And destroys the ecosystem. So what I get you to stop? Well, if they paid me the same money to stop cutting trees that I get for cutting them... Well, that's an interesting way to look at it. If I don't cut the trees, someone else will. Inversion. It's killing us. A message from the Stop the Destruction of the World Association. Stop.org.br. You're listening to the most relevant conversations on the planet about how to stop destroying ourselves and the world. This is the Stop Radio Network. You are listening to Thinking with Somebody Else's Head here on the Stop Radio Network. Yeah. Dr. Claudia Bernhard-Pacheco has joined me again. But I, I, before we started, I wanted to uh, just give you some lovely feedback. We had a, a nice email from a... Uh, I'm assuming a young guy from Finland, Klaus Hak- yes, he's Finnish. Hakekainen. Yes, he's Finnish. I've heard from about him um, through Marko Lira, ah. the guy who, the psychoanalyst, by the way, yes. Finnish psychoanalyst, yeah. to whom I introduced Klaus and his beautiful letter. So you know Klaus. I, in yes, some way. Some way, yes. <laughs> okay. Well, he said he, he, uh, he, he came across our work through the book Work and Capital in Finnish. Listen to this. When I was allowed to pick some books from the esoteric library of an old man who did not need them anymore. I found the book in somebody's library in Finland. 
Reading it and sensing the truth being expressed, I understand how fragile the present world government based on fear is. So I thought this was an interesting way to start. And then he had an interesting observation. And I think it's an observation we've talked about on the program before, Claudia, when he says, the one thing that slightly made me wonder about Dr. Norberto Kepi's expression was his adamant belief that we need to change the social structure of human society before the human being can change. I sense, he say, he, he goes on to write, I sense that all true change needs to be initiated by a truly changed individual, by someone who has, with the love of life or God, conquered or rather embraced all his dualistic reaction and has gained the divine point of view and action in his individual mind. Only then can a true change be initiated in the world. So there we have the classic question. Yes. Chicken and egg, right? Yes. Does the human being have to change first, or does the society need to change? In order to understand this, we must understand trilogical physics, Hmm. where Kepi puts that um, the uno, the one, is double. You know, nothing is just one. The double, or two components, form a third one. Can you give us an example of that? Walking, maybe. Walking two legs. Yeah, two legs. Two arms. You you, you move forward and backward at yes. the same time. It's yes. part of the process of going forward. Right? Yeah, but it's not it's not going back ever. So this this Newtonian idea is wrong. Like to have the counter action, action reaction. No, what I mean is that um, man and society cannot be separated, cannot be split. Uh, both come together. Now, let's uh, think in practical terms. What we observe is that uh, around, maybe around 1% of humanity is really open-minded and g- good-intentioned. The majority of humanity is immersed in this upside-down, pathological society. Sociopathology is very, very strong. Mm -hmm. Now, we see that around 10% is more submissive to to, to goodness, beauty, and truth. They are not that idealistic. They are not real leaders, but they follow the good path. But around 90% is all contaminated by this upside-down society. And when we think about this situation, we thought around the early 80s that a small group of individuals could bring this enlightenment to the majority of society, and this would spread very quickly. This doesn't happen because... I had had the same idea when I came here, that it would be relatively... Unfortunately, this didn't happen. Because the social structure is so uh, full and, and, and of this upside-down and evil techniques to brainwash humanity and to bring them the untrue values of power, money, prestige, and egotism, um, aggression, mostly power. People want power no matter what. 
They want power by the power for the power. Yeah. By the sake of being powerful. And just having power. And this is it, this seems to be a very very important aspect of our pathology to be addressed. Now, if this small group of individuals that have already changed or um, developed a, a higher degree of consciousness, if they don't succeed in changing uh, values, laws, structure in the whole of society, it will be difficult that we go one by one in order to... Yeah. Seven billion, imagine yeah. that, one by one. Like a domino would be almost it, impossible. Yeah, huh? so... We have to expect or to hope, we need hope that the energetic influence of those strong, truthful minds, idealistic minds, can influence in people like a net, energetic net that goes directly to the brain of people and change them. And people don't know how. They don't learn from from schools, from uh internet from books but they they change through energy yeah suddenly they start thinking differently or feeling yes. differently yes this happens sometimes when people have a crisis in their life right there's a crisis somebody dies close to them or they have a serious accident or they have a heart attack and then they start to reflect on their life and in some cases that can cause big changes or somebody who has this near death experience Right where they view their whole life and see the mistakes they've made and things that they can literally change not, their perspective. Not only not only in those situations, Richard, but um, ideas and feelings. Our psychological mind is energy, and there is a constant resonance between individuals and and this net of individuals in society. The whole humanity has this kind of tissue, energetic tissue that communicates telepathically all beings in the planet. So if we uh, increase enough the degree and the strength, the power of this consciousness, the true consciousness, which, by the way, Kepi brings very beautifully in his books, if we start to vibrate in our thoughts in a better, in a higher level, this will influence people. And and this doesn't go through time and space. It's tr it transcends time and space. So this is this is a big hope. And and as he said, how come only now I'm getting in touch with this science that was here in the early in the early nineties? Yes, it was a huge success in Finland in the early nineties, and then later on. It seems that this wave of unconsciousness, of envy, uh, covered up trilogy in Finland. But the truth is there. It doesn't go away. Uh, this is another good point because truth stays inside people and inside society. People have to all the time cover up that truth, but it's there. Yeah. Uh, it's there. It's it's eternal, and this is something very beautiful, very good. You know, know. Um, it's an interesting point that you guys have been doing this work. Doctor Kepi is not a new guy. I mean, Doctor Kepi's been around for a long time. He's ninety years old almost, and um, you and I are no spring chickens. You particularly, you guys have worked your whole lives 
um, whole adult lives for this consciousness to to enter the world. And it's been blocked in a lot of cases. So a lot of times people will say, but Richard, how is this going to how is this going to go forward? And I, I think, well, first of all, we have to see why it's not gone forward. I think that's very, very important to see. Because there's lots of, of really crazy ideas that have been well promoted, spread around the world. Uh, cultural Marxism, uh, these kinds of movements uh, to alienate people, to separate people. They're very and, well advanced. And there is <laughs> something which is almost untouchable which is quantum physics. Yeah, you can't say anything and, about it. And yeah. this is a, a big danger because they went very, um, like they went... Uh, very far. Very far, and they brought a lot of in- interesting knowledge. But at some point, they brought this theomaniac idea that no matter what you think, this will happen. And this is very similar, very close to the energetic resonance that Kepi speaks about. Uh, we all produce a resonance in our thoughts and actions in among people, among beings, and in reality. But this resonance can only happen in two manners. One is to be in resonance to the goodness, truth, and beauty, the true reality that already exists. So I do not form, I do not create any reality. I can be in accordance, in resonance to the reality that God already created of nature, of the universe, but I cannot create anything. I can, I really can, destroy the goodness, beauty, and truth that I have in my life. Now, if you talk about the reality that already exists that was created by God, you're, you're talking about a lot of metaphysical points that really have not been well understood in the yes. field of science, right? Yes, and this is the big difference. Yeah, this is huge. Because if you are in tune with God and nature, with the essential energy, then everything goes okay for you. It's, it's, it is as if then nature and the universe works for you. And not that we are in tune and we are taking advantage of this huge d- divine power. So everything goes okay. But if I want to do something for my own narcissism, for my own power, my own greatness... It's not that simple that I will have an idea and then things will become like in my dream and I'll I'll think and this will happen. And this quantic thought is very, very destructive, very negative and upside down because it's it's false. It doesn't happen. This new age idea that I can have anything I want, that the universe is a giant shopping cart and I just have to pick and choose. Yeah, just immense, infinite possibilities. This house, this This is not true. This is not true. So so Kepi's metaphysics is is what? Because universe is, is rich enough and it has somehow infinite possibilities, but only those or those who God put there and created. <laughs> yeah. So we must get in tune with this in order to take advantage and not to impose my thoughts in reality. 
because yeah. this will not work. I'll get stressed. I'll get destructive results. I'll, I don't get there. I'll do my enormous and tremendous effort to get a, just a little result or temporary result. Yeah. With negative effects. Yeah. So, so we have this idea that there's a, there is a, a law, there is a kind of a structure that's already established, a way of being that's already, which we know from our own experience. If we, I remember the first time as a teenager, I experimented with smoking. It lasted about a week <laughs> because it was, I got sick. Mm-hmm. The body, the body didn't uh, accept know, it all. Some, a, a good example, Richard, is that a person thinks that they can become anything they want yes. at any time. Yeah. L- like I have a profession and then I, I get tired and then I think that I'm going to be another professional in an, a totally different field. It's just a matter of wanting mm-hmm. and, and applying my efforts. But this is a, a delirious idea because we have just one life and we have like some possibilities. We have a few possibilities that are enough for us to be happy enough, to be uh, good enough. But if I, I'm not satisfied with that and I want more and more different things, I will just waste my life. And will accomplish nothing. Yeah, jumping from thing to thing like a rock on the top of the water. And exactly. all, the same thing with relationships. Yeah. I want another husband. I want another wife. I want to, I, I had, I would like to have other friends and I want a different life, a new life. A new body. A new, yeah. yeah. And yeah. this is very humbling to admit this is very humbling. And human beings don't like to be humble. No, that's true. We're back in just a moment. I'm thinking with somebody else's head to discuss more. Dr. Kempe's amazing metaphysics and uh, how this can help us to, to heal the world. But that's a big, big proposal. We'll be back in just a minute to explore that a little bit more. Humankind's greatest problem is thinking that what we don't see won't hurt us. Norberto Cappi. Disinverting the human being and society. This is the Stop Radio Network. And you smoke because? My body craves nicotine. Ah, so it's physical. An addiction, yeah. But when do you light up anyway? Oh, when I'm stressed, can't cope with a client, under a lot of pressure. Uh Uh-huh, so smoking helps you feel less stressed. Yeah, and if I stop, I'll become like a beached whale. It also keeps you slim then. Slim, now you're getting it. Yeah, that's kind of a mental gymnastics you're doing there. You should hear what I say about my drinking. Inversion. It's killing us. A message from the Stop the Destruction of the World Association. Stop.org.br The most original, contemporaneous writer in the world today, says the National Scientific Research Center in France. A genuine contributor to the intellectual treasury of civilization, says former U.S. Ambassador Joseph Gogassian. For these times of uncertainty and conflict comes a work of extraordinary vision, hope, and moral clarity. Brazilian psychoanalyst and social scientist Norberto Kepi writes with wisdom and authority about the things that really matter. How to heal illness, how inverted science is leading the destruction of nature, and what to do about it. Finding spirituality within, structuring a truly just society. There are more than 3,000 books published worldwide every day. None are more important than these. The Books of Norberto Kepi. Trilogical Science, leading us 
to a new world. You're listening to the most relevant conversations on the planet about how to stop destroying ourselves and the world. This is the Stop Radio Network. We are back thinking with somebody else's head is on the Stop Radio Network. You can check us out all over the place. We're uh, available through iTunes radio stations. Uh, we have this great new app that's around called TuneIn. I don't know how new it is, but you can access us 24-7 through there and on our website at stopradio.org. Dr. Claudia Bernhard-Pacheco, I was saying kind of in our little break there how how you've touched on four or five kind of key elements of Dr. Kepi's metaphysics that are not uh, well accepted yet in the world that need to be seen and understood. You talked about that we are we're, we cannot create a reality. We cannot change reality. Our, our role is to somehow fit in with the reality that already exists. Well, this implies that we are not in a process of evolution. We are not becoming something greater, but we are already inserted inside a complete reality. That's a very big and different idea from our modern yes. world. And as like as human beings, we can um, participate somehow in this creation and enhance it and enjoy it and be in this way being like co-creators. Yeah. But it has to be all in harmony with God, all in harmony. And this idea of fighting and, and this opposition and this crit criticism, the critical thought is very destructive. Um, another idea that is important in Kepi's philosophy is the idea that any and all knowledge comes from pure action. And being is pure action. Understand, Richard? Mm -hmm. So what is pure action? Is doing good, yeah. beautiful, and truthful actions. Something linked to our the essential nature of humanity. It's the essence, the true essence. Yeah. So if I am in accordance, resonating with my essence, which is pure action, I will be able to grasp and resonate with all goodness that is around me and take advantage from this, from good people, good things, good nature, good jobs, whatever good I have I can have in my life and enhance it and enjoy it and share it and be like co-creators in this situation. Understand? Yes. If I want to be a creator by myself, I will probably clash with the reality all the time. Yeah. And, and well, then neurosis, psychosis, physical illnesses come from that. Yeah. You know, this morning I was teaching a, an analyst. I, I, I have a, an analyst in training with me. And she was doing a comment about her mother that um, developed a self-immune disease, which is very serious. Autoimmune disease, yes. And, and she said that uh, all the patients she saw with this serious uh, illness had a behavior of a very big irritation. They were angry at anything at the nurses, the doctors, family, anything. They just not were annoyed. Time, and, and, enough, yeah, everything was irritating. And irritating. And this is the analogy of what happens in the body. Uh -huh. An autoimmune disease is a disease that uh, 
hurts and attacks his own body. Yeah. It's a self-attack. Yeah. Autoimmune is, and it corresponds to an, a self-attack and attacking to oneself. So superficially, people may think that that person is, the reason for that illness is that that person is too angry, too much uh, negativity. Okay, but this is just a symptom. When people understand, like that book, Healing Through Consciousness, that I brought, it's a first real, true psychosomatic book that applies integral psychoanalysis and psychosomatic medicine. It was written a long time ago, and it's still... Very relevant. Very relevant. And there I show that the main emotions, the most important emotions that can create diseases are anger, envy and anger, and fear. But it's not enough to know this. Yeah. Okay, this is just the beginning. What are we angry at? What is the symptom showing? So we need to go to the first and first and first cause. You know, Richard, in these people that seem so angry, so bitter, so against everybody, what they, they have behind that a rejection towards their own being, which is so strong that they become tired. Uh, like, uh, I can't bear anymore this, this attacking myself, which is unconscious yes, most of yes, the time. Yes, yes, they're not thinking this consciously. It's, uh, no, so they get so upset and irritated and tired of being all the time against, against them, their beings. And one important, very important concept Kepi brought in this trilogical metaphysics, the liberation of being is that neurosis is in the root, caused by the rejection of one's being and the, the, be, the most important being, which, is, which we are similar to. Well, this is what I wanted to get to, is it perhaps, I'm, I'm certain this is true, but I want to ask you to talk about this a bit. Dr. Kepi's work has been stopped, really, because of this link that he's trying to make, this conjunction of, of philosophy and science again with theology with this more divine aspect i think this is probably uh, as i understand it now the big rejection of it. he's done a lot of work in economics and psychology and a lot of things but maybe it's this area which has most caused the the big blocks to his work going forward yeah because the big problem of humanity is, this is rejecting creator it's creator do you know, do you know that, that this is the reason I stayed in Brazil? I'm right? not saying, I'm not speaking about religion. No, no, Pay no. Pay attention. Uh, please, let's not. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is the first being we relate to. Yeah. It's God. It's our creator. And this is very psychological. It's not religious. 15 or 16 years ago, I remember sitting in your home, your private home, and speaking to you that... Uh, I realize that the, why I need to stay in Brazil because I realize that the problem of the human being is man's problem with God, and I didn't see anywhere where this could be really treated, uh, other than here. Uh, I mean, I could try New Age religions, and many, there are many different avenues to d explore the spiritual life, but I didn't see anywhere that would treat it medically. 
scientifically with psychosociotherapy. I would like to give you another example. It's it's real fresh from this morning seeing patients. And it's a wife. And she has a very good husband, very good and caring husband. And they work together in the same profession. They have an office. They are partners. And, and she says it is so difficult emotionally for her to work with him. And she's like, all the time he's like complaining and saying, come on, you are so negative. I, I need your help. I need your input. And then she comes and says, if I say something, you will reject. So I don't <laughs> say classic, anything. So she stays like, she stays like in a, in a mute <laughs> position yeah. and and so the office doesn't grow businesses don't progress that well and this morning I was really trying to show her or to see if she understood why she she puts herself always in opposition towards him it's 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 something irrational she doesn't have an explanation but she gets like oh like this breaks. He speaks and she feels she the reaction. Yeah, And then she says, come on, it's really uh, difficult to understand because he's nice. He loves me. He supports me. He's good for our children, but I can't stand. And I, I said, okay, so what do you think he would say when you would give your contribution and you put on mute, your, you put yourself on mute? And she said, I think he will go, come and, and say, I'm stupid, uh, this is a mistake, this is no good. So never work. It, this doesn't work. And so I don't speak, I don't say anything because he, of what I think he will say. And then <laughs> I said, but do you realize that this is the idea you have about you? You are stupid. You never say, say anything that it's worthwhile. You have this idea about you. So why don't you uh, focus more on that? Is this really true? Or you have such a rejection towards your being, towards you, that this is the result. And you put everything on him. You project onto your husband all this self-rejection that you make about your own self. So I was thinking afterwards, come on. So what do we want do we have such an incredible fantasy about the life we should have or the beings we should be? Such a outside reality kind of idea that who we really are is so negative. It's impossible that this is so negative since kids are kids. Yeah. Since they are born, they are all fighting yeah. because of this self-rejection. Wow, that we project outward. We project. This happens so often in the language class. It's unbelievable. People have this fear that they're going to be judged by everybody else because of their mistakes, not seeing that the judgment is an internal um, demand, you know, this internal nature. I have to be perfect. I have to be correct. And other people are going to judge me for this when, when it's really internal. So I have here another phrase of Kepi in this book. And he says, rejection of being is the principal human pathology. Oh, boy, look at that. My, oh, boy, yeah. oh, boy. This is the, the very root of everything. This is metaphysics. Yeah. He treats about being, and being is a subject of high metaphysics and philosophy. 
the principle. Could you read this? The principle pathology is the rejection of being. This paragraph that you've. At least the first. Yeah, rejection yeah. of being is the principal human pathology. Dr. Kepi is speaking in his book, Trilogical Metaphysics, The Liberation of Being. After I looked at psychopathology in the light of metaphysics, I began to note a number of serious errors regarding the interpretation of human behavior and saw that man's major pathology was his desire to destroy being. This, in fact, contradicts the ideas of psychiatry and psychoanalysis regarding aggressiveness and paranoia. Do you have a dialogue there? Yeah. Patient MS complained that she was unhappy because her colleagues at work were envious of her and would not stop attacking her. When she remembered the words of Jesus at Gethsemane when he asked God to take away his chalice of bitterness... And Dr. Kepi says, what you are saying through your colleagues at work is that you attack yourself constantly, and then you ask God to stop what you yourself are doing. Do, do you perceive the difference, Richard, Ooh. between this and the lack of self-esteem? Yes. Because if you think, I have low self-esteem, yeah. it's something that is lacking. And here he brings, it's not... Like, um, well, it's the destruction of the self-esteem we have. It, it is the, a, an, a proactive yes, behavior yes, yes, against, not, not, not which passive. is it's not passive. It's it's not lacking anything. It's, we participate in our destruction of our self-esteem all the time. All the time. All the time. And this is crucial to what you're talking about here. Absolutely essential understanding. We think we need to build our self-confidence all the time. You know, you hear this all the time in raising kids: build their self-esteem. Don't. And, and praise them, them and, and praise pra them. Yeah. And by doing so, we are hiding and covering up the feelings of guilt. Because every time we attack beings, could be my being, other people's beings, every time I attack beings, I'm being, I, I feel guilty. And these feelings of guilt, they are there and they, they must be, uh, like satisfied the the compensation and and if i don't do that then i'll create diseases and punishments to myself everything happens in a, like a subconscious level yeah and so we 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 really in analysis want to go in a deeper level so the person can reflect on why why who i am who I really am. And why do I reject myself so much? Yeah. And this who I really am comes sometimes to the surface that I'm horrible. So if I feel myself horrible, I have done something to destroy my true being, which is not horrible because it was even not a creation of myself. It was uh, like a divine creation. But why do I do not accept? Is this not good enough? Uh, should I be a, a very special, incredible being that I feel I cannot be? Is this a, a delirious thought? Why don't I take advantage from my true talents and qualities, which are not those one I want to build? Build. So it's such a a, a tremendous. 
field of reflection that is behind ours, our minds and nobody, nobody pays attention. So we are always thinking, what should I do now? What should I do next? What should I do to get where I want to go? How do I improve? How do, How I, do I improve? And not, what am I doing against me? What have I done against me and my life and what I received from from God, from from my parents, from my friends, from from reality, you know? What did I do to my talents? We destroy our talents all the time because I don't want them. I want other things. Ah. Incredible. Incredible. But this works, Richard. This Ooh. works. And when people realize this, they get healed from so much, so many diseases. So many physical and, and psychological diseases. And imagine the impact of this in a societal level. You know, if, if uh, cultures are having this consciousness, it just changes everything about the, all this projection. Imagine a society that <laughs> would be directed to the, to the true side of beings. Yeah. <gasps> How wonder. Yeah. We wouldn't respond to uh, aggressions by dropping bombs on people. We would... They actually try to conscientize what's really going on and try to help the people who are dropping the bombs to understand that this is not now good for them. Now you something. <laughs> this is leading humanity to a self-destructive, totally. self-annihilating behavior. Yeah. And behind this is a total rejection of being. So we will all be annihilated. It will be extinct because we don't like ourselves. We don't like humanity. We don't like ourselves. We do not accept so we are destroying. Yeah, and we don't want to see that we are the cause of the bad feelings that we have, not other people. Exactly. Or not God. Exactly. The book Dr. Claudia Bernhard-Pasheka was quoting from in our program today was Metaphysics 1, The Liberation of the Being by Dr. Norberto Kepi. It's a powerful exploration of that most human of metaphysical topics, the being. Kepi's contention is that to be healthy we must begin to see how we are against our being, how we deny what we are and project the cause for our problems outside, significant and important. That's our program for this time. The program is Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. I'm Richard Lloyd-Jones. You're listening to the Stop Radio Network. Talk to you next time. Hey, beautiful rustic cottage you're building there. Just have to hook up the sewage line here, and we're good to go. But isn't that outlet a little close to the well? <laughs> Some kind of environmental extremist water quality regulator. No, but won't the wastewater spill into the community's fresh water supply we all drink from? It's all just good old all-natural house drainage. Nature will take care of it. Success! Can I get you a drink of water? Yeah, maybe not. Inversion. It's killing us. A message from the Stop the Destruction of the World Association. Stop.org.br Hi, my name is Thorne, and I love listening to the Stop Radio Network. It helps me to start off my day in a really good mode. The most relevant conversations in the world today are on the Stop Radio Network.